What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. On today's show, we'll check in on the next Jimmy Butler storm that's brewing in Minnesota, discuss the first college football playoff rankings of the year, and congratulate the Red Sox on their World Series win. Be sure to stick around for the hot topic of the day, turmoil in Los Angeles. Here's a question. Is Luke Walton on the hot seat? Don't go anywhere. You Don't Know Jack starts now. Welcome to You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And this is episode 34 on November 4th, 2018. And we're just going to jump in because we got a lot to cover. A lot. A lot has gone on. Uh, Everybody has an opinion on sports, but if you were truly an expert, you'd be a general manager of a team or you'd be out in Vegas betting and making tons and tons of money. But you're not. So I say that we should just sit back, relax, and enjoy the uncertainty of sports and entertainment in the United States and the rest of the world, because I don't know, and you don't know, Jack. Jack. Let's get into some shout-outs. You know you make me wanna shout, kick my heels up and shout, throw my hands up and shout, throw my head back and shout, come on now. Just wanted to give a shout-out. Yes, shout out. For our first, we have to recognize an athlete, a star, the greatest. Well, one of the greatest now. She Definitely be, one of the greatest. She has yeah. to be. Uh, she has to be included in you know the uh, Serena, Serena uh, Williams, the uh, Muhammad Ali's, the. You know, Tom Brady's, the yep. greats. Michael Jordan. Michael of her, Jordan's. Of her sport. Exactly. Simone Biles has done it again, folks. She's won her fourth all-around gymnastics title. Um, so, yeah, we just want to recognize greatness. Round of applause for Simone Biles. <laughs> that is that is, that is sheer accomplishment, sheer will. Um, uh, we applaud her and continue to hope for her great success moving forward. Yeah, this is interesting because she's so young. Um, I wonder if she'll ever come back to the Olympics. She shouldn't have to. I mean, she uh, dominated the Olympics <laughs> when she was there. Yeah. So she didn't have to. She just, All she has to do is just continue to win world championships. That's all she needs to do. I mean, so her leg- legacy is already solidified. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. And the Red Sox – have just added on to their legacy, especially in the uh, in this century, the 21st century. They won the World Series again. 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 And uh, just congratulations to them. We'll hit some Post Malone. Congratulations. They ended up beating the Dodgers 4-1 was the uh, uh, series final. Yes. Um, Dodgers barely won that game. <laughs> that went to 18 innings. We talked about that last week. Took um, everything they had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Took everything they had to just win one game. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Final score of uh, game five was 5-1. to one, And it was, personally, what I was watching, it wasn't even close. Yeah, me The neither. Red Sox yeah. just always felt like they were in command, yeah. you know? <laughs> always in command. Well, you know how we said last time, we were like, oh, the best teams, 
usually don't or the teams that have the best record usually don't you know aren't always the teams that that win everything well, Late, yeah, but lately it's been that way. Yeah, it's crazy. Lately, the number one teams have really done it a lot. It's crazy. I, 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 I have, I have eaten those words here recently. <laughs> I, I don't know how. I don't know why. Well, you know, it's the the Warriors in the NBA, and now the Red Sox here, and yeah, even the NFL. I think a lot of uh, number one seeds end up meeting each other. Yeah, at least in the last year or so. Uh, yeah. Philly was the number one seed. Yes, right? we were. Yeah, we were tied with. Uh, I think it was um, Minnesota. You talking about the NFC? I was I was, I was trying to remember the record that we had. Like, the, I know uh, the Patriots had uh, the num- one of the number one records. I think last year. All right. Well, um, while you mull on that, um, yeah. I, this is the Red Sox fourth World Series championship in fifteen years, um, and just you know, hats off to them. I am a Yankees fan. I, I wouldn't say diehard, but I'm definitely a Yankees fan. If I'm watching baseball, I'm rooting for the Yankees. So it hurts me to say it, but you know, you just have to uh, kind of just acknowledge greatness. You say know? it again. You have to acknowledge greatness, man. I'm just saying. I, <laughs> you know, you hate to say it, but I just want, just want to say it again. I'll, I'll say it as many times because what <laughs> what I saw this year from the Red Sox was just absolutely amazing. Yeah, their dominance. their payroll definitely was up there. They paid for their players, but hey, those players came through in the clutch. Including, you, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. Exactly. In, including this guy, Steve Pierce, ended up uh, winning MVP of the World Series. Uh, for the series against the Dodgers, he had three home runs, uh, brought in eight runs, and uh, batted three thirty three. So bad. just hats Not off bad. to the Red Sox and their whole team and their whole organization. And yeah. honestly, the city of Boston, because the city of Boston has just been killing this last decade oh yeah uh boston has been doing well and uh you know now la's on, on the scene so this, there's a lot of good sports coming in the next few decades I oh think. yeah so yeah but share the love that's all i gotta say why <laughs> <laughs> you gonna tell the warriors that when they win another championship share the love yeah i just want them to win one more yeah i mean they're gonna oh, win. if actually, they stay together they'll win by five more I want them to four-peat. I want them to be the only team to four-peat, but that's another topic. <laughs> Actually, no, that's a perfect segue into the Warriors, Clay Thompson. You see what you did I there. I see what you, you did there. there. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, sir. Clay Thompson, the man needs to come to the front of the congregation. We have to heap some praise on him. Hallelujah. Um, uh, this game happened, uh, I believe it happened Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Yeah, Last I think Wednesday, it was either Wednesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, I think it was Halloween night. Uh, that I saw it. Um, he went off on a on a career high fourteen threes. He was fourteen of twenty four from the floor. Um, scored thirty six points in the first half. He had fifty two points in the game. Uh, he he demolished uh, uh, Steph Curry's record for threes in a game. It was just crazy because. To think that Clay Thompson was in a slump. He was in a slump for the first, what, I, I want to say nine ga- or six or seven games of the season. Yeah, he's had a like very slow start yeah, to the season. Yeah, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't, you know, getting getting off to his to his usual splash brother elevation. Uh, but he ended up having a really, really beautiful game. It was it was a clinic that they put on. They ended up beating, uh, ended up being the Bulls. Um, but yeah, it was it was beautiful thing to watch. Just beautiful thing to see. I, I caught the highlights of it um, that night because you know I was kind of busy. But uh, yeah, it was. It there's was, so many sports. It's crazy. <laughs> so many games going on. It's man. crazy. But yeah, it was it was it was a great thing to 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 see Clay Thompson get off to a 
get off to his his start in the season, get on a roll, and you know the 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 Warriors are are just destroying right now. Yeah, they I mean, since that loss against the Nuggets, they just haven't looked back. Yeah, they're like what nine and one now. <laughs> yeah, I think they're either nine and one or ten and one. They're they're on like a nine game winning streak. And the thing is, it doesn't matter who scored. Like I mean, Clay or uh, Steph Curry had a couple of what he had a forty some point game, couple forty some point games. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kevin Durant. He's just a usual Mr. Reliable with his 20 to 30 point games every single every single game. I mean, yep. this team I don't they're like Alabama. I don't see anybody that can really really take them on head on yeah. this season. Uh, absolutely. It, it's great. I mean, the Warriors 9 and 1, they um they've won 7 in a row. And like you said, they they look unstoppable. Yeah. And to think that they could possibly get Boogie Cousins back, it'd be insane. I don't know though. I I think do you think that uh, uh, Boogie Cousins would, would kind of disrupt the chemistry since he's not been in there? Yeah, I'm big on chemistry. So I think that there will be a, a slight disruption. But yeah. he has been practicing, um, I, I think, like walkthroughs. I'm not sure if he's at full speed in practice yet. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I, I think that they'll make it work. Yeah, uh, It will be painful at first, but I think they'll make it work. The, the big thing about Boogie is that he can shoot threes and he can stretch the floor. Yeah, you know? he's, a big, he's a stress five. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I don't know if he's he's more of a like four, four. five. Yeah, he, yeah. He, I mean, he can play the five, but yeah, I was he's a little undersized. Four. Yeah. He. I just can't wait to see this team put it all together at full strength. Um. Uh, I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not the biggest Warriors fan. I'm not really a Warriors fan at all. At all. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it is fun to watch a team that can actually pass the ball and and you know yep. you know get everybody involved. That that is just amazing. The ball movement is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I, that's why I like watching them. It just seems like a very pure game. Yeah. And they, they trust each other. They share the ball. And for now, there are no egos. As long as Clay gets his – because Clay had like 60 yeah. last year in yeah. one game. So as long as Clay like explodes for like 60 points or 50 points in a game, he's probably just happy chilling. Well, I mean, you, you know what the all adage is? If you win, it does it, – it, it, takes care of a lot of stuff it, it, that's true so i mean even that's though these true. these teams these players may have a, a bunch of e- a bunch of egos you know if you're winning it doesn't matter everybody's unselfish when you when you're winning that's true i if the warriors were like number six in the west i would be a little skeptical <laughs> well actually no they were number six in the west in, in previous seasons yeah so i mean maybe maybe we'll see we'll see we will see and on to my thunder yes lightning and the thunder <sighs> looking strong after a I will terrible say 0-4 start. Yes. Like, the way they've come back, I was very surprised. I did mean, not see this coming. I mean, I was I, – I knew once uh, uh, Westbrook came back, this team would take take off. Now we are at 500, 4-4. Uh, four four. Um, we're looking good. We're looking like a team, yeah. finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got uh, – uh, what's his name? Carmelo Anthony out of there, so – you know, we're actually moving the ball more. You know, everybody's communicating. I, I love it. I love it. So, I, I can't – oh, we got the Thunder – our Lakers tonight. That's going to be a good game. No, that that's actually way off. That's in, that's in January. But, no. Oh, woo. No, I was just – I really want to see how the Lakers stack up to the Thunder. But that's why I was looking that up. Oh, okay, but. okay. Yeah, I just I, – I, I'm so happy that my Thunder – like, Westbrook is back. He's really the catalyst that makes that team go – and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see where we're at. Yeah, see where we're at. No, no, honestly, they they look good. They look very good. They look like a number 
five or four seed. So yeah. I'm, we'll I'm see. We'll excited see. about that. Moving on to D Rose. D Rose had a career night on Halloween. <laughs> this is crazy what's going on. And in the it NBA. was not a mask. It was not a mask. He was he scored fifty points in the game. Uh he was nineteen for thirty seven uh from the field, which for all of our statisticians is fifty one percent. Uh he was fifty seven percent from three or four of seven. Uh and the uh the uh the Bulls ended up being the Jazz one twenty eight to one twenty five. This is just huge, man. Like the stuff that Derrick Rose has been through for him to come out and score 50 points. Yeah. Jimmy Butler didn't play this game, so he had to pick up some of the slack. But, man, this guy. And he was he was in tears after the game. Yeah. He was just saying, like, he's been through so much. All those injuries, those knee injuries, yep. all those surgeries. I mean, like, I think we, we were talking about it before. Um, it's just – it looks like the game has slowed down for him a lot. Yes. Like, he's not trying to press for it. He's not trying to go out of control and do just – crazy things like he did in his career that got him hurt like he's actually developing his shot he's developing you know understanding what the defense does and take what you what you're given his shooting has improved tenfold yeah you know like he can hit threes at the beginning of his career oh my goodness i i I just i am excited to see where he's going from here Uh, obviously you can't really get that continuity if jimmy butler is gonna come in and then decides to sit and then he's gonna come in again like it's it's hard to do that, but uh, if I was if I was uh, the Bulls, I would or not the Bulls, the Timberwolves, I would uh, definitely think about starting uh, Derek Derek Rose throughout the remainder of the season. Oh yeah, I, I mean, so Derek played. <laughs> what was this like? I want to say it was like Friday night or something like that. Mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday night, and mm-hmm. he actually uh, injured his ankle a little bit. <laughs> it's like oh, come on we see this flash of brilliance this greatness that we missed um you know he won the mvp right youngest to win the mvp right i think back in 2011 I be- or, yeah around yeah, I think 2011 so, yeah, right around there yeah um so yeah like it, it's just it sucks to hear that he has an injury i think it's a slight ankle soreness but hopefully um, it's hopefully not gonna keep it gets him out too long there. yeah 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 no absolutely Definitely have to shout this out. I saw this come over the wire, and I was like, whoa, okay. De'Aaron Fox, uh, famously, I, I think he was of Kentucky. Yeah, he was. Um, so, yeah, he plays for the Kings, and he just became the youngest player to ever record a 30, 15, 30 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists, triple-double. Who was the first to do that? Um, I w- it we'll probably have to go back and look magic. at it. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd have to look at that. I don't have that um, – that up right now but yeah um yeah no like he he absolutely demolished the the hawks and the hawks have trey young so i'm sure that didn't feel too good (laughs) well trey is a rookie so i mean yeah that that what uh De'Aaron fox is this is what his second or third year in the league i believe yeah I, i believe it's his second i think he's a sophomore yeah so so. I mean, he's he's got he's gotten you know the hang of the NBA, and I'm trying to tell people like don't sleep on the Kings, man. Like the Kings have a good squad; they're just young, but once they put it together, it's gonna be it's gonna be something else. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's surprising to see what they're able to do out there. Yeah, because they don't have the big names, in my no. opinion, besides De'Aaron Fox. Uh, he was the fifth overall pick. Um, back in the draft and yeah like I, I don't know i don't know 12 players have dropped 
31, 10, and 15 in the game. That's crazy. Only 12 players. That is crazy. Yeah. So, no, that's huge. Yeah, no, you know, LeBron's on that list, too. LeBron's got to be on that list. Yeah. 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 Um, before his. Yeah. Well, he, he had a triple double before his 21st birthday. Yeah. I don't know if it was these numbers. And my uh, correction, it was 30 points, 15 assists. And ten rebounds. Wow. So yeah, no, like he like that that's insane. Yeah. I'm I'm looking for the Kings to do something. I still don't think they're gonna be um I think they're in the playoff hunt right now. Yeah. But uh I don't think they'll be there for much longer. You don't think so? <laughs> no, I I, I mean I, I'm I, willing to be surprised. They're number six right now in the West, but um, I mean I could I could see the Clippers dropping out. <laughs> Honestly. Yep. I could see the Grizzlies dropping out. Mm-hmm. Um the Jazz is definitely gonna come in. The Pelicans could come in, the Rockets are gonna stay down for long. But there are a couple teams that are in there now that I can see drop out. The, so, the West is know. just stacked. Yeah. So that's why I say that the Kings are just too young. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah. We will see what will happen. I just I, – I saw that stat line and I was like, oh, my goodness. And he's improved his shooting. He's yeah. another one of those point guards that didn't really have a shot, and he's definitely improved his shooting. So what you're saying is take notes, Ben Simmons, because – yeah. If you don't find a <laughs> shot, then that means nothing's going to happen for you and, going forward. And on that topic, Joel Embiid has been balling. So, Ben Simmons, I mean, you pick up your game a little more. <laughs> you know, just just end up moving Ben Simmons to uh, the five spot and move Joel Embiid to the to the one spot. Because that's <laughs> I feel like I feel like Joel can actually, you know, he can facilitate the offense and shoot better. Yeah. Than, than Ben Simmons can. So well, yeah, Joel can actually hit threes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you never see that. You never really see that. But yeah, man. it is what it is. Big guys shooting threes. That's the the name, name of, of the, the game, game now. Yeah. Yep. Moving on to the college football ranks, uh, we just have to congratulate these teams for um, clinching a berth in their championship conference game. I mean, that's that's huge. Yeah. What so, we are ten games into the season. Yeah. Uh, they they. They won this weekend, and they wrapped up the their bid for their conference championships. Georgia, we all knew, you know, when they beat Kentucky, that was a that was a, a big game for the East SEC East. Uh, they they wrapped it up with a, with a, a thirty four to seventeen win. Uh, Alabama, oh, I hate them, <laughs> but uh, you know it was inevitable for them to win that game. Uh, and Clemson obviously steamrolls. Pretty much everybody they play. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, these teams are pretty much clinched to play in their uh, conference championship uh, title games. Yeah. So, it'll be Georgia and Alabama again in the conference SEC championship. That's going to be really cool. And we might see them again in the playoff. (laughs) I hope not. I I really hope not. That would be terrible. I mean, Clemson's just just steamroll. I think Clemson – is the only other team that has a shot to beat Alabama again. So Yeah, that's the only other team. It, it's crazy. If we take a quick look at these rankings, um, CFP finally came out Tuesday. Yeah. Um, they have Alabama, Clemson, and they had LSU up there uh, before their <laughs> loss. Before yeah, we their we loss. laughed at this before we, even, we started the show. It was like, LSU, how did they even sneak into the top three? Like, I don't even know how that happened. Well, I think LSU is still a good team. The problem is Alabama is a great team. Well, I mean, if you looked at it, I mean, I f- I, f- I equated LSU to the uh, Jags in in the pro in, in the pros. Yeah, great defense. Defense flies around. I mean, they can win with their defense. Offensively, they're just there's no, it's non-existent. 
So, yeah. like, if you don't have an office that can at least put up, you know, anywhere between 10 and, you know, 15 points you a mean, game. You six, mean more than zero? Yes. <laughs> Basically more than zero. Then you might have a shot. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll get into this a little more um, at, uh, in the show. But, yeah, Alabama ended up beating LSU 29 to zero. Yeah. So that, that's, that's rough. You can't, yeah. you can't be up there in the rankings. It's true. Um, but – but there's a bright spot. We've been talking about UCF. UCF ended up um, – it was a little touchy at the beginning. It was. <laughs> I was watching that game. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little touchy. Temple was playing really, really well, but UCF ended up winning 52-40. to 40. But there was, like, what, over, what, 1,500 yards combined in that game? That game like, was Like, it ridiculous. was ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. That game was amazing. It was funny because I was like, oh, you know, UCF doesn't really have much of a defense, and their defense played way better in the second half, so I give right. them that. They tighten up. Yeah. yeah, but I was like, hey, it's all about scoring for but, UCF. But everybody, They've got to put up 40. But everybody on that offense is so fast. Yes. Like, this was the first time this year that I actually paid attention and watched the game all the way through because, you know, it was Thursday night. They were playing, and then you had either that game or the Raiders and the 49ers. 49ers and yep. nobody was watching the Raiders or the 49ers play. So <laughs> I didn't I didn't watch until I realized Nick Mullins was actually doing work. And we'll <laughs> yeah. get into that. <laughs> I mean, but I was just like, it was just so much, so in- entertaining to watch those little running backs, uh, Killens and, and uh, the other guy. Yeah, like, the other guy from UCF. They were just so fast. Yeah. It was, no, it was it crazy. Was, no, it was really cool. It was really McCray, cool to watch Ma- Greg yeah. McRae, yeah, yeah, and Adrian Killens, and um, the the quarterback Mackenzie, um, what is it, Miller, Mackenzie uh, Milton, uh, Milton, yeah, Mackenzie Milton, yeah. yeah, he had a good game too. He kind of struggled a little bit in the first half, but he kind of came through. Here, here's the biggest thing. So in the in the college football playoff, the UCF was number twelve, yeah, and then in the AP poll, UCF was number nine, yeah. What do you think ho- happens now? Uh well with that well I guess the college football playoff is the only one that matters. The now, money matters, yeah. So I, what do you where do you think the committee puts them? UCF. Uh let's see. UCF. I, uh, Kentucky fell. Uh, Oklahoma struggled, but that doesn't matter because Oklahoma's still a big name. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Ohio State struggled, but that's still another big name. So I see UCF jumping maybe two spots. They're gonna go back to number ten. <laughs> That's about it, because everybody else they they they're not showing USC UCS UCF the respect that they they deserve. So, well, I, this is the weird thing. I actually think, and the commentators were making the case that UCF is actually riding high on the accomplishments of last year. Right. That's why the committee actually said, "Okay, you're not good enough to be in the top 10, but because you were undefeated last year and you beat Auburn, such and such, we put you higher than you were last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna yeah. be number twelve, and we're you know just win out, and then we'll see what happens. And I mean, this there, there is a, a a black mark on UC, UCF because you know they were talking about how they don't schedule a lot of good teams, like they don't schedule the teams that they need to schedule for them to get the respect they deserve. Yes. And so I would love to see them schedule, you know, maybe a Florida. You're a hop, skipping a step from Gainesville. I mean, Miami, schedule yes. them. I mean. And they probably would beat Miami. <laughs> it's true. They, Florida State, they'd beat us. They would beat us. So I'm just saying, schedule these teams and, and beat them. You would get the respect you deserve. I would take it one step further. I would say go ahead and join the ACC. I don't know because 
I honestly think they could beat like a um, an NC State. Well, uh, it probably be, well, yeah, I, but it probably be like uh, you know when Missouri joined the SEC. Yeah, and they got slaughtered pretty much almost every <laughs> every year. Well, they made it to their the conference championship one year. But, yeah, one year, but but I mean, most of it has been disappointing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's because they don't. I don't think UCF will get those high, uh, you know, um, recruits that a lot of these storied storage schools do like Miami is a storage school they have legacy they've had you know you know the the uh Lawrence Taylors and all them um the Dwayne the Rock Johnson yes <laughs> you know <laughs> all these guys um you know FSU has has prime time but and, but and what Darren I'm Brooks. saying is UCF is in Florida so they You're should right. be if you go to a bigger conference you become a bigger name then maybe you'll get the recruits yeah, it's gonna take. Maybe a lot. they'll stay right there. It's at gonna home. take a lot, but I, I see what you're saying. I agree with you. I just I don't know. <laughs> it's it's gonna be. I think they're trying to make UCF a powerhouse. I would love to see. We'll that. see what happens. I would love to see UCF we'll see and USF need to both be powerhouses. They really do. Man, that's just too much love for Florida. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and and the bad part is Florida teams are doing so poorly right now, except for yes. UCF. <laughs> well, but that's what I'm saying. Like Florida, in my opinion, is not that great. And uh, FSU is not that great. Miami, no. in my opinion, is not that great. No. So, you know, you're right. Schedule UCF should schedule them and see if they're the number one team. Schedule in them next year on a down, a couple of down years, bro. <laughs> like, uh, and then make your bid for the ACC. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Smart. That's a winner, ladies and, and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's what Nick Saban does. <clears throat> I mean, never mind. <laughs> oh, I've got some stuff about Nick Saban. <laughs> We're going to finish out these shout outs. Um, just actually go into a place that I never thought I'd go. You know, it's funny when when I was watching the Thursday night football game and I saw Nick Mullins was starting. I was like, wait, 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 what? Who is this guy? Where did he come from? So <laughs> apparently he went to the same college as Brett Favre, Southern um, Mississippi University. And uh, yeah, he got that starting job because... You know, obviously, yeah, Garoppolo tore his ACL, and yeah. then um, Bo Hart or whatever his no, name is. Uh, no, B.J. Bethard. 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 Yeah. There we go. Bethard. They've been through so many quarterbacks. They really have. <laughs> the injuries in that mug is crazy. Like, I, the, yeah. the offensive line, I mean, it's just all about protection, and they're not doing it. So, eh. Yeah. So Nick Mullins the third. third Wasn't he a safety in, on the practice squad is what I heard? He was he was playing safety, and they pulled him to uh, – uh, quarterback it's crazy the story that they went it's crazy like i i agree with you like i don't know what's going on with them their offensive line um bethard was actually he had a mild wrist injury yeah so they're just like you know what let's just go with nick and they did drop tom savage so yeah and yeah so they had no choice no choice tom savage actually has some games under his belt i think he even beat cincinnati one year in the playoffs yeah but (laughs) we won't we won't go there we won't relive those memories your team (laughs) yeah my team oh yeah wonderful um (laughs) But, yeah, so I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, where's Kaepernick? Kaepernick should be playing. Who's this guy, Nick Mullins? And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, okay, Nick Mullins has a little fire to him. And then all of a sudden, I turned the channel, and I turned back. And, uh, yeah, the 49ers were killing yeah. the Raiders. Yeah. Smashing the Raiders. Huge debut for Nick Mullins. 72% completion rate, 262 yards, three touchdowns for a QB rating of 151.9. That's almost near perfect right there. Yes. Like, this guy. He's like seven points away from perfect. Yeah. I, I just don't I, I don't get it. Like I I I wanted to kind of you know go off on the 49ers for putting in this guy and not bringing back Kaepernick, but then he has this game and I I can't really say anything. Well, 
to be fair, they were playing the, the Raiders. Tell the truth. They were playing the Raiders. That's true. They I were mean, playing the Raiders. It's like me. It's like me heaping praise on my Eagles for destroying the Giants. We're supposed to do that because the Giants are not any good. Yeah, <laughs> they were the same thing with the Raiders. The Raiders got rid of everybody that was good. Yes. Like completely, except for Derek Carr, who's playing hurt. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and John Gruden, yeah, oh my so, we'll get into that. He thinks that he's, everybody loves the Raiders. Everybody right. wants to be in Vegas oh and all goodness. of that. So. But yeah, I just, I, I, you know, it's not like, you know, they all get paid to play the game and they're all professionals. But at the same time, we got to realize they played the Raiders. The Raiders are nothing but, you know, a bunch of, a dysfunctional team that needs to rebuild and you know oh the yeah the they're day, gonna rebuild all right at the, yeah at the end of the day at the end of the day um we're just i'm not gonna take away anything from the 49ers what they did you know but at, let's just keep in mind it was the raiders they're one and seven <laughs> yeah you know it, it's show me again dick mullins show me again i think exactly. that he i like his passion i like his fire yeah and he seems to have a um a pretty good arm so yeah. you know I, I i i'll see i mean there were guys on the 49ers catching um, passes, and I was like, whoa, I didn't even know that <laughs> wide receiver existed. Who's yeah, this guy? Yeah. So, no, it was, it was an awesome debut. Thursday night, big stage, or kind of big stage. Kind of big stage. There was yeah. just so much going on Thursday night. Yeah. We'll see. Well, that will do it for our shout-outs. Let's get into this injury report. I'm in pain. I have injury. <sighs> You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look. It's just a flesh wound. Injury report. All right, we're going to run through this quickly because, again, time is fleeting, always, when we do this. <laughs> yeah. So yep. Uh, we're going we're gonna to jump in here. Uh, NFL. Saints, Marcus Davenport is out for the game because of a toe injury. Um, he suffered, uh, I think, believe it was last week. Or no, a couple weeks ago. He's been, he's been out for a little while, so. Uh, big ups to him. Uh, Redskins, Chris Thompson, ribs, he's out. Trent Williams, dislocated thumb, he is out. I mean, I ain't going to lie. I've, I've near, nearly dislocated my thumb. It's it's not fun to have anything hurt with your thumb. Yeah, it's you crazy. use your thumb way more than you think. Yeah, especially Lyman. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. That's all uh, they do. Yeah. Bears, uh, Khalil Mack, he was out today uh, for with an ankle injury. Uh, Allen Robinson, groin, he was questionable to to play in the game, and Kyle Long, uh, the outstanding right ta- uh, right yeah right tackle, uh, he was out of the game with tendon tendon damage in his right foot. Uh, that's that's yeah that's crazy. Yeah, that's gonna keep him out for a while. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Lions, theoretic knee, he was questionable to be in the game. He he was in the game th- today as was Ezekiel Ansa with a shoulder injury. He was questionable, but they both played today. Uh, moving forward, Panthers, Torrey Smith had a knee injury. He was questionable. I am not. Conf- I did not confirm that he played today. I believe he was out for the, for the day. Yeah, I think um, he was. I didn't see him in the game, even though the Panthers did uh, put up 42 points. Yeah, crazy. that was insane. It's crazy. They look good. They do. Uh, moving forward, Bucks. Gerald McCoy, questionable with a calf. Uh, Mike Evans, knee, questionable. Jason Pierre-Paul, questionable with ribs and a foot injury. Uh, CJ, or MJ uh, Stewart, questionable, or out with a foot injury. 
their outstanding running back, Ronald Jones, was out with a, a hamstring, and Vinny Curry is out with an ankle injury. Uh, moving on, Jets, Quincy Enumwa. I like the way he said Enumwa. 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 Uh, he was questionable to play with an ankle injury. He did not play. Uh, neither did Robbie Anderson. Uh, with uh, with both with ankle injuries, which is probably why they only put up what three points in the game. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like six. Well, th- they also said that the Miami field was horrible too. I, so. I saw that. I saw the report. I was yeah. like, that's crazy. It's cr- Moving on, not good for injuries. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to the Bills, uh, they have been decimated this year. Uh, Derek Anderson, their backup <laughs> to the backup to the backup quarterback, is out in concussion protocol. So. Nathan Peterman, our Peter guy, Peterman, our guy, came in the game and he he played the <laughs> he played the game today. Say it with a straight face. <laughs> Say it with a straight face. I'm laughing because you don't even know what happened. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to Nathan here a little later, oh, but man. yeah, he played in the game today. Uh, going on with the Vikings, uh, our Vikings, my my boy Dalvin Cook FSU. from FSU. Yes, he uh, he was actually back in the lineup today. Uh, he missed what the past four or five games with a ham- with a hamstring injury. Yeah, uh, those pesky little injuries, man. We're moving on, Xavier Rhodes, uh, the standing corner uh, with a foot injury. He was questionable. I did not confirm if he was in the game or not. Um, neither was Anderson Anderson Sendejo with a groin injury. He was questionable to re- to be in the game. Linville Joseph. Uh, ankle and a knee injury. Uh, he was questionable to return. Uh, and Stefan Diggs, the outstanding uh, number two receiver behind Adam, Adam Thielen. He was had rib injuries. He was out for the game. Uh, moving on to the Broncos. Uh, Royce Freeman, their outstanding Oregon uh, duck, that running back that they, they, they got uh, last year, I think this year. Um, he was out with an ankle injury, <clears throat> as was uh, Bradley Roby. Uh, he was questionable to play. I don't think he uh, played the game today. Uh, Darian Stewart, he had uh, neck and shoulder stingers. He was questionable to be in the game today. So a lot of injuries going on. This is we're in full swing in the NFL. Um, yeah, it's 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 crazy the amount of. <laughs> The amount of the doctors are working today. Doctors get earned their money in the NFL. Yeah, man. You want to always have a job? Get into the medical field, <laughs> especially uh, in sports. Yeah, especially in sports. Um, just one note in the NBA: uh, there are a bunch of injuries in the NBA, but Dwight Howard came back from a buttocks injury. Wow. <laughs> Mm. I, I just I, I saw that line and I was like, well, that's the funniest injury I've, <laughs> I've heard of. But hey, you I mean, know, they could say tailbone. Yeah, they say, <laughs> the buttocks. I, I mean, that's very specific. Yeah, exactly. And I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, that fits Dwight Howard. Like <laughs> that man. Like anyways, he came where's, back. He played his game and he's with the Hornets now, I believe. Where is your game show? Uh, your game show bit that <laughs> we got to play that for for a little Dwight. So, yeah. Love it. I mean, I don't know how you injure that, but <laughs> hey, go for it, Dwight okay, Howard. Exactly. Why? Why not you? <laughs> Let's get into these headlines. Daily headline.
So our daily headlines for today. Um, Jimmy Butler. We talked about him multiple times in different episodes. Yeah, in the past, what, three, four episodes? Yes. He's been a big topic. And he's at it again. He's uh, He was out there talking to the, the media, um, kind of getting testy with them, telling them, you need to stop asking me questions about whether I'm playing in the game or if I'm going to rest. He said that he – He's the one that's going to decide if he's going to either play or rest. And I was like, whoa. Mm. Mm. Whoa. That's, that's deep. Whoa. I, I, I've I, never – I mean, I understand. I understand if you're going to try to take care of yourself as a star in this league. You know, you can make suggestions. You can tell the you know coaches if they're, if they're um, receptive enough to listen to you. Uh, you know, I think I should probably rest today because I'm, my body's not feeling it. I get that. But in your effort to try and get traded, yeah. you're just going to, you know, do what you want. I don't know. That's that's I mean, that's the fastest way to yes, get traded, but not to get, you know, what what are teams gonna think? Are you gonna bring this shenanigans to my team and yep. be a distraction? Like I don't think you you're not going about it the right way. Well, so let's bring this back to OBJ. Yeah. When OBJ is frustrated and he's um, hitting goalposts on the sideline and doing all this stuff. Yeah. And then he talks out, you know, uh, when he's at the media press conference and says, like, I got to call out the uh, QB. I got to call out the offensive coordinator yeah. and stuff like that. So, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I get it. He's frustrated. Mm-hmm. Jimmy is frustrated. And he realizes – you know what? I'm the best player on this on this team, and I really deserve to get paid more. And you know, if if it comes down to it, I'm the one that's going to need to deliver in the cr- in the clutch to get us to the playoffs and hopefully win a playoff series. Right. So I, I'm, again, I don't I don't like it. I don't like what he's saying, especially with the resting. I'm not a huge fan of that. I think the coach should make that decision. But right. we all know that it's a it's a conversation between the player and the coach. Right. I mean, I. And it's not like Minnesota's a bad team. That's the that's the thing about it. Minnesota's got weapons. Yeah, like Wiggins got, went off the other night. Yes, I mean after you pull that little stunt with uh, you know, in practice with you know calling out Wiggins, calling out these you know, I guess second string and third string players, saying that they're weak and this, that, and the other. Yeah, they've literally responded. I mean, yep. Wiggins is playing well. You know, Carl Anthony Towns, he is doing what he needs to do. This team is on the right track. So what's the deal? Like, I mean, I think they he's trying to sever ties. He's trying to burn bridges that he shouldn't burn right now. Well, I guess, yeah, it goes to what you said. What you said is if he, he's, if he plans to play for another team, I think that they're going to look at his professionalism and the way he's handling this situation, and he's not handling it well. Well, yeah, you know? exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't. It rubs me the wrong way. I don't like to see that type of stuff. But, um, I, but then again, this is probably the new game, right? We know players are going to rest on back-to-backs. They're yeah. not going to play, and the season was lengthened to hopefully deal with some of those issues and not get as many back-to-backs in, in the season. So. Right. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the basketball schedule is not easy, man. No, I turn around not. and the same the Sixers are playing again. The Lakers are playing again. I'm like, man, I love basketball, but that's a lot of basketball. That's a lot of basketball. <laughs> I mean, the good thing is it's not as physical as, you know, football is. Um, and it's definitely not as easy as 
well, easy. I say I say that loosely, but it's not as easy as baseball is, as far as like <laughs> you know, all these all these players aren't really. But you're correct, sir. <laughs> you are so correct. I mean, if you can play more than one game in a day, yes, exactly. Like on, I just, man. I just, I, I on, hate man. if if you're getting paid and you're getting paid a lot of money to play a game. And I mean that in the in the most respectful way possible because it's not easy to play any sport. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes mm-hmm. a lot of work to Facts. play sport. Um, but as far as the the effort level and the and the ex- energy exerted, basketball is up there besides football and soccer and all them. Soccer, soccer is the most, in my opinion. Soccer, yeah, but football. Uh, actually, I'd put basketball a little ahead of football because basketball you have to play both ends of the of the court. Football you don't necessarily have to, but yeah, I mean they're they're all up there. They're all up there. I mean you got you, hockey. You're you're yeah. going back and forth. Yeah, uh, the subs are a little on the fly, so that makes it a little easier. But you're taking hits, right? You know so exactly. Like, it's it's not easy. Tennis, you have to be. You're the only one on the court. Exactly. You know? We're not talking about individual sports here. We're talking about team sports. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's not easy to be an athlete. We're not saying that. No, not but, not at all. But <laughs> baseball, you got it the easiest probably. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> right along to the Alabama versus LSU game in Death Valley last night, Saturday night. Um, that's it. Alabama won twenty nine to zero. That's all. That's all. That's all there is here. That's all there is here. Like I, it's just so disappointing because I really thought that that game would be a good game. It um, was. It was a good game for the defense of LSU. <laughs> they they played extraordinarily well. I mean, to keep an offense that of Alabama that's rolling that beats teams by fifty points to only to to only twenty nine. They're averaging fifty four points a game, and to keep Alabama. them yes, and to keep them uh, at twenty nine. Yeah. That is beautiful. I mean, it was what sixteen to zero at halftime. Yeah, like yep. that. That's crazy. That's, Tua, that's really good. Tua threw his first interception of the year. Of the year. This year. He looked rattled. He looked scared. He got hit, which makes it which, you know, it's like it's like one of these it's like one of these uh uh um great quarterbacks out here that if you don't hit them, okay, great. You're not you're not rattling them, but once you hit them, they're rattled. I mean Well, I will give Tua a little bit of an out because he does have a knee injury. So when you have an injury already, so, you're kind of like Aaron Rodgers has knee injury. Yeah, and did you see Aaron Rodgers limping around when he had that? But knee he injury? still made plays, though. You didn't. Did you, you didn't. You turned it off before I did. Ran for forty yards. I did and turn it a off. Touchdown. I did turn it off. I, I was. <laughs> I was done. Like yeah. Oh, I, I. I. I went to bed. Let's see. I was in bed, but I went to sleep <laughs> uh, a little before what. I, I, I'd say well, I texted you around eleven, I think. Yeah, and so yeah, I was I was I was out well before eleven. Okay, <laughs> so, okay, okay. So I'm sitting there watching this game, and I was like, "Are you watching this boring game?" And, and sure <laughs> enough, you weren't. <laughs> you were not. <laughs> uh, so oh, I, I I caught the highlights. I was like, uh, "Once uh, once halftime hit, and they couldn't get past the 50. I was like, <laughs> "I was like, there's no way this is going to be a good game." So. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, like you said, Tua threw his first interception. Um, he has 27 touchdowns on the season and it's just crazy. one interception. So I'm hoping that pretty awesome. I'm hoping that Clemson or Georgia takes a book out of out of uh, LSU. Sees how see how I mean because those teams are offensively co- competent. Yes. Uh, L- yes. Uh, Clemson is 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 putting up points. Granted, is it's 
it's not as much. They're not they're not averaging as much, but they're putting up 40, they 40 put some up, points a game. Just this weekend, they yeah. put up 77 on Louisville. That's crazy. <laughs> 77? That's crazy. That's insane. So, and Georgia, Georgia isn't putting up as many numbers, but Georgia is still very – Good. I mean, they run the ball like nobody's business. Yes. It's crazy. Georgia, see, that's why I love that Georgia versus Alabama. Anyways, we won't get into that. <laughs> that, that, that could totally be – I hope not, but that could totally be a, a rerun. I, I yeah. would love to see them run that back. Yeah. I want to do a quick segment that okay. I just came up with. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first Conspiracy Corner. I want to know what you think. Nick Saban – or some Alabama booster has to be playing these five-star recruits. First of all, I want to acknowledge that that intro that you just had. Yeah. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, sir. That was fantastic. I, wor- I worked hard. I had to Google some stuff. I was like, oh, man. It's I love the, it. The X-Files one. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm going with. That is fantastic. <laughs> uh, secondly, um, they, there are some things going on. Uh, you can't be this good for this consistently long. Lance and, Armstrong. Yeah, and 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 have nothing go on. Like Jose I just, Canseco. <laughs> I'm just saying, Barry Bonds. I mean, even look at look at uh USC for the past. You know when when they had Reggie Bush and they were going to Rose Bowl after Rose Bowl, yep. and then they came back and they're like, "Oh, you did something wrong. We're gonna take those wins away from you." Uh, yep. This, yep. I mean, at the end of this whole thing, it's great now. Yes, it is great now. But I want to see what happens when 10 years down the road when all these people are gone and they come back <laughs> and do an, an investigation. investigation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, so you got him a Lamborghini. That's why he had a Lamborghini before the NFL draft. Oh, okay. Yeah, how did he afford this Lamborghini? Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody <laughs> was paying Somebody show me the money. Exactly. So I, I'm. This is all alleged, guys. It's yes, not, we're not just saying conspiracy. this. Yeah, just this is all alleged. But there is, there is. I, but, I, can't, I can't. I can't. You can't say you're wrong. I'm gonna run this back if we're right, though. <laughs> Five years from now, I'm telling you, when Nick Saban retires and they do this investigation, I'm gonna run this back, man. <laughs> we told you exactly. You heard it here first. Exactly. That, I like that though. I mean. Alabama has been very good, and I, it's just because they keep reloading every year. Five stars everywhere, dude. Every year. Everywhere. The, the secondary, the running backs, the quarterbacks now. Yes. Like, they even said um, uh, Tua's, uh, Tua Tagovailoa, their quarterback of Alabama, has a little brother, and he was visiting LSU. Yeah. But they were saying that he just might go to Alabama. Alabama, yeah. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> offensive offensive oh, line is man. full of five stars. Defensive line full of five stars. Like – I don't know. They can beat you always, and that's because they have people at every position. So yes, every I don't position. Know. I don't know, man. It, it, it's crazy. They need to spread the love. Share the love. Share the love. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, they're not going to make any rules about that. Yeah. Well, let's run through these really quickly because yes. these are, are – well, one of this is really insignificant, and the other one is kind of yeah, pretty significant. significant. Uh, Notre Dame, uh, they got away with a scare from Northwestern. Northwestern, I don't think, is in the power five. But no, um, <laughs> I saw the score at halftime. It was like 24-20. And I was yep. like, Notre Dame's supposed to be this good, and they're getting beat by a team that's like three and four. Or are beating a team that by four points, that's three and four. I was like, I don't know if Notre Dame is having a bad game or Northwestern is just that good. Northwestern is one of those pesky teams like NC State that every now and then they'll – 
they'll press a really good team. Yeah. And it's weird. I don't know how they do it, but every now and then they'll press a good team. Yeah. I just, I saw that. I was like, are there, are they, f- they're actually in the Big Ten. Oh, really? What did they get there? Whoa. Sorry. Not the Big Ten. Yeah. They are. Big Ten West. Oh. Yeah. I thought they were in a group of five. Anyway, yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, I mean, uh, they were they were in a group of five. I guess they I guess they uh, decided to join the join the Big Ten. But yeah, big ups to uh, Northwestern. They're they're they uh, pushed them to the limit, but obviously no, Notre Dame won by ten points, thirty one to twenty one. So yeah, big ups to Notre Dame. They're yeah. they're doing something, and they're gonna just lose in the playoff like they always do. <laughs> they did say that they have some big defensive linemen though, like they that can compare to Alabama. I was like, their recruiting has definitely been way better recently. Yeah, so who knows? And we wanted to highlight the game that we said was the the game for the SEC East, the Georgia versus the Kentucky game. Beautiful game. I I really want uh, the Philadelphia Eagles to go out and draft Benny Snell Jr. because he's a big physical running back yes. that can run. That is fast. He can run. Oh my goodness! And that I was, guy. I was like, if 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 we want an Ezekiel Elliott type, yep, that'll be him because just because he, I mean, he he's not as aggressive as Ezekiel Elliott. His his demeanor is not as aggressive, but the boy can bruise somebody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he is a big time running back, and he's definitely going to be a uh, a top ten pick. I just want to say uh, breaking news on the wire. On the wire, ladies and gentlemen. I just got uh, just got a, 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 a alert. the The Rams and the uh, Saints game. Uh, the Rams are trailing thirty five to seventeen at halftime. Ooh, so, not good. That game is in New Orleans, yes. so that crowd is just rocking the place. Yes. This, so the Rams might lose their first game today. No, but then they can't say I'm undefeated, never lost. I, I, I mean, I uh, I really thought that they would go uh, probably like ten games before they would lose one. But I mean, I, I would uh, really like I, w- I would really like the Rams to win a nas- uh, uh, an, uh, Super Bowl because that bro. would. That would be the epitome. I mean, I'm like I said, I, I would love the Philadelphia Eagles to win another one. Yeah. But if we don't win another one, I don't want the Patriots to win another one, <laughs> nor do I want the Cowboys. So the next best team is probably the Rams. Dude, but think about this. It could be Kansas City and the Rams in That'd the Super Bowl. That would be dope. And the highest scoring Super Bowl oh, in history. Oh, my gosh. That in would be history. so amazing. That would be so amazing. I thought about that the other day. I was like, wow, that would be cool. Yeah. We'll see. But, yeah, going back to this, um, <laughs> as we look ahead to the Rams and the Saints game, which clearly we set, we set this up a little bit earlier, um, we wanted to look up a little bit of the matchups and stuff. Uh, I, was, I was thinking about uh, each quarterback's against the defense because the Saints have, have had historically for the past two, we, two years a very good defense. Yeah. You know, they're good against the run. They're excellent. They were, they were excellent against the pass. But nowadays, except for the Minnesota Miracle, right? So, <laughs> so uh, I just, I just think that that's that's those are the matchups to watch. And right now, we're looking at a thirty-five to seventeen. These quarterbacks are having their way, just about. Yeah, that the thirty-five points in, in one half—that's ridiculous. That's Patrick Mahomes' numbers. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. That's insane. Or no, but, Cam Newton? No, it's not Cam Newton's numbers. Nah, not yet. He'll get there. I mean, not he yet. did have thirty-five points this. In uh in in the first half today, but it wasn't all him. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm sure McCaffrey chipped in. No, oh, McCaffrey had like two touchdowns in the first half. Oh my goodness, McCaffrey is balling, man. And tonight we have a really good game. 
Packers versus the Patriots. Talking about quarterbacks that could really light up the scoreboard. Legendary. Legendary quarterback showdown. Oh, man. Is it possibly the best showdown that we've seen in a long time? From the quarterback position? Probably. I would say yeah. so. I would say that, you know, um, Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady – I was never really into those matchups. No, that one was <laughs> like, that one wasn't as 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 good as this one going to be because Aaron Rodgers is a once in a lifetime talent. Yes. Uh, yes, Tom Brady has the accolades. He has the the Super Bowls. He's the, the wily veteran that knows where everybody's supposed to be and and make sure everybody. He's a he's an incredible leader. Yeah, he's a machine. Yes, but Aaron Rodgers is when you talk about the guy that can do it all. And pretty much win on his own. That's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, without a doubt, he he's he's amazing. He I, although Peyton Manning had that control like Tom Brady did um, back in the day with the Colts, but you know I I don't know. I I think this is probably the best matchup. I would say that Peyton didn't throw the ball like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, the bad man can yeah. throw the ball. You know exactly. He didn't have the arm talent yeah. that Aaron Rodgers has. It's incredible. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. So who are you taking tonight? High-profile matchup, prime time. Who you got, Packers-Patriots? I'm going Packers because they have the better quarterback, and both defenses are not good at all. So uh, it's gonna be the a, game? It's going to be in Foxborough. I'm going Patriots. <laughs> 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 Last time I chose um, the Kansas City Chiefs over the Patriots. Well, I mean, it it would have been the Chiefs. It would have been the Chiefs, but uh, the Chiefs got off to a slow start, and it's hard to play. It's hard to beat the Patriots if you're if you're playing from behind. It yeah. really is. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, as long as bad as that def- the defenses are, Bill Belichick is still a defensive genius. Yeah. Either way you put it. So, and, and I think they they kind of play the whole bend and don't break. Yes, you know, like a lot of field goals. Very disciplined. Like very very disciplined. They'll give you they'll give you all the yards in the world, but when you get into the red zone, sit. Yep, send your kicker out. Yeah, but uh, that was uh, that. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Can't wait to see it. All right, so the NFL trade deadline. Um, that was, was on the Tuesday, the thirtieth. Yes, last Tuesday. Man, I'm sorry. There's just been so much going on that I'm having a hard time keeping my week straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous how much um, action is going. We haven't even talked about MLS playoffs or NHL. Yeah, we're, oh, we'll, we'll get goodness. to that. We'll get to oh, that. Oh my goodness! So this NFL trade deadline, obviously, big names like uh, Cowboys acquiring Amari Cooper, Washington acquiring Haha Clinton Dix. Uh, the Rams actually got Dante Fowler. I saw that they um, they traded for him. Um, Baltimore acquires Ty Montgomery, and Philadelphia, your team, Eagles, acquires Golden Tate. Weird. Did you trade or did you? We uh, gave up a third round pick for Golden Tate. I think that's, that's no, a that's good a great deal. deal. That's yeah. a great deal. I don't we, know how you got him. <laughs> yeah, we. I, I didn't. I was surprised that the the Lions would actually give up one of their premier wide receivers because he's. He's huge, <laughs> like he's a big receiver. Yeah, that can Gold- that can catch and run after the catch. He's fast. He's physical. Yeah, he can play the slot. He can play inside and outside. I was like, so why are you getting rid of him? But I understand why because you know they have a, a plethora of of wide receivers, and you know that are like him. So I mean, they they didn't really give up. Yeah, much. and, and he, Golden Tate is definitely getting older, but still, I think he can he can really uh, move the chains. Right. Like, that's all you want. You want people with short hands to Methodic. actually catch the ball. Methodically, yeah. yes. So, what's your GM's name? Howie Roseman? Yes. Oh, my goodness. That guy. 
Give he's that man a raise. He's a genius. Give that man a raise. Actually, like, give, that's, him, give him a team. <laughs> <laughs> Let him own a team now. I mean, seriously, like getting that deal, brokering that deal, oh, man, that that's big time. I think you're going to see dividends almost immediately from yeah. Golden Tate. Yeah. That's a big one. I, I would say either Amari Cooper or Golden Tate. Those are the two big – Trade I th- deadline honestly, wins. if I'm if I'm picking that, I think Haha Clinton Dix is is the winner, because Washington, even though they had a poor showing today, especially on defense. Oh, that was ugly. They have probably that'll probably be the the two best safety tandems that have that are playing on the same team. Like DJ Schweringer is a beast. Yeah, he's physical. He's fast. He's a ball hawk. Haha Clinton Dix is the same way. He can cover. Um, I just Washington is just they they just need an offense. And if they had an offense that could put up 38 points a game, yeah. you know, then you know, they have a defense. Like the defense is legit. Josh Norman is still there um as a corner. They have Darius Geis as a running back, but he's hurt. Chris Thompson's hurt. The offensive line is decimated with injuries. Yeah. Like the yeah. only reason why they struggled today is because half the people on the offensive line got hurt. Yeah, they had to dress all their reserves. They had to play all the <laughs> reserves. Like that's the crazy part about it. Yeah, no, that and and against the Falcons, no less. The Atlanta Falcons actually beat them. Um, what was but it? Thirty-one to thirty-eight to seven, uh, fourteen. Thirty-eight to fourteen. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. I think that they could create a really good secondary, which would actually help um, Alex Smith in the offense. Yeah. Because if you can keep the game uh, low scoring, I think Alex Smith gives you enough firepower to actually win. I, I agree with that. I agree with he's that. He's a game manager, but he's a decent one. But he can, he can throw and he can run. I yes. Mean, yes, exactly. Everybody underestimates that. He can still throw pretty far down. He can pretty well. And he's not a slow guy. He can, he can move. Yeah. So, when you give him a chance, he can really move. Yeah. So no sleep on Washington. All right. That would do it. Let's get into our rapid fire segment. Hey, you know how we do it. We are going to throw out some questions and quickly get some answers to what's going on in the world of sports. All right, so are the Washington Wizards really as bad as we think they are? Yes. (laughs) There is trouble in paradise when it comes to the Washington Wizards. I mean, John Wall, I think he's probably one of the three best point guards in the league, period. Yeah. Yeah. But Washington has... Well, who's who's the coach? Scott uh, uh, is Scott still there? Scott Brooks, right? Scott Brooks still there? Uh, I think so. I mean, he's just look what he did in the in in uh, OKC. OKC. I mean, he's a decent coach, but he's just he he doesn't have control of the team. So no. Well, I mean, famously years ago, Bradley Beal and um, John Wall said they didn't really want to play together. So it's like, and you can't and if they can't build that chemistry and they can't. You know, it's, it's just a mess. It's a yes. mess in Washington. The crowd actually booed them after yes. their loss on Thursday. Thunder to uh, my team. Yeah, yeah, to the Thunder. Uh, yeah, so like that's that's really bad. That is really bad. They're sitting at number fourteen in the Eastern Conference right now at a record of one and seven. They're Only right. better than the Cavaliers. <laughs> hey, Tristan Thompson, where you at? <laughs> oh my goodness, John Gruden of the Oakland Raiders, the head coach there, is doing his best to. Uh, impersonate Donald Trump saying that everybody wants to play for the Raiders and that his phone is getting blown up by players who want to come and play and I guess in Vegas next year 
Oh my goodness. What is going on with John Gruden and the Raiders? What is their strategy? Uh, they're running around with a, like a chicken with their head cut off. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, John Gruden has been out of what coaching for like what 15 years? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like been a long time. It's been time. since like 2005. Yeah. That he's been out of out of coaching and so now he's all of a sudden wanting to uh, rebuild a team. I'm like, mm, I understand having confidence in your team, have confidence in the organization. Yeah. But at the same time, be realistic. You have to go out and find these guys and tell them you know to rebuild. Nobody's blowing up his phone, telling them, oh, you're you're one and you're one and eight or yeah. one and whatever. And oh, we're, we we want to come play for you, really? Yeah, I've I never heard that in my life. I don't think anybody's ringing his phone nowadays. <laughs> you're one and seven. I want to play for you. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah. I think GMs are trying to say, how many players can we get from you? <laughs> exactly. Shoot. I mean, you Shoot. gave away Khalil Mack. You gave away Amari Cooper. Eh, who else can you give away? Derek Carr, maybe? Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Moving on to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, my goodness. This is a big one. James Conner, the running back for the Steelers right now, who is uh, filling in for Le'Veon Bell, who's technically still holding out, but he's not holding out because it's a contract thing. Uh, by the way, James Conner, four straight games with over 100 yards rushing. So is it better for the Steelers to just stick with James Conner? Absolutely. Like... I mean, they're more efficient with James Conner in the lineup. They're, you know, James is unselfish. James is, is they're killing it with James. Yes. Uh, the chemistry is there between them and the offensive line. Offensive line. And, yes. I was and, just about uh, to say that. Uh, uh, ben Roethlisberger. So I, why fix something that's not broken? Yep. I don't think you should bring, like, it goes back to chemistry. I don't think you should bring Le'Veon Bell back, no, honestly. not at all. I, I think he's done. That franchise tag, I, I think he's done there in Pittsburgh. We will not see him on the field again. No. And we shouldn't see Nathan Peterman <laughs> of the Buffalo Bills ever on the field again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is Nathan Peterman, honestly, the worst quarterback to ever play the game? I call him the MRP. I call our MRP. I call him the most ridiculous player ever yes not the mvp ladies and gentlemen the like mr that that i mean look at these numbers 12 of 19 for 75 yards this was in the first half and two touchdowns he had two touchdowns or two interceptions two interceptions yeah. two is two interceptions in the first half yep like really yeah i i, I don't get it man i don't get it. the bears crushed them and i just feel like that i i I felt, I feel for the Buffalo Bills because I honestly, feel for Lashawn McCoy. <laughs> yeah, true with Lashawn McCoy too. He's been balling, uh, but Derek Anderson actually was at a bright spot last week, although yes, they lost. Yes, and then he gets into you know he gets a concussion off of that hit, and it's like oh back back to the Peter man. <laughs> like even a below average quarterback will do better than what he's doing now. I mean, you have a game of what seven interceptions. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know of any competent quarterback that has seven interceptions in one game one word Kaepernick <laughs> okay besides him <laughs> well no 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 I'm, I'm saying like that's where they should oh, go where next. they should go yeah sorry, that's sorry. where they should go I, I, next yeah, yeah so I don't know it's just it's very disappointing up there and it's snowing in Buffalo <laughs> currently now <Yeah>. yes <laughs> it's so cold so cold uh, it's actually cold in Helsinki Finland ladies and gentlemen that's where the Panthers beat the Jets four to two 
And uh, we're not talking about the NFL. Uh, we're talking about the NHL. Yes. The NHL played an international game during the regular season. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, and they also plan on games in Sweden, Finland, and China next year. They are expanding, just like we talked about last week with the NFL going to London, or maybe two weeks ago, whatever that was. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about leagues trying to be a global dominant force? It's amazing. I've always said it. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Uh, you cannot be a world champion if you're not playing the world. Like that, that, that doesn't make any sense. Facts. <laughs> like, like we have the NBA. They always claim, "Oh, we're world champion Golden State Warriors," but you play everybody in the United States. That don't make no sense. Yeah. Play the world. Like, well, okay. So the the thing has always been like, "Oh, we're gonna send the best players to America to play in the the Premier League, right? Yeah, the, cha- the best league for basketball, best league for football, hockey, so on and so forth." Are you saying that there should be teams in places like Finland and China? And yes, I'm saying. I mean, put it like this: I I have on, on my Facebook, I have um, a, a German football league. I don't know how I got it; it's on there, <laughs> but it's just a German league. Actually, I know because one of my one of my one of the guys that I went to high school with, uh, he's actually playing in the German football league. Nice. And so, and, and they they do they have a professional football league. So why don't the you know the champion of that league play the champion of the American league? Yep. And see who wins that. And so it's kind of like the Olympics, and you you get a world champion. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. I mean, soccer does this. They have the UEFA Champions League, which is the European. All the European champions get together and they go into a tournament and they see who wins. You know, exactly. Like I, I don't get it. You're you're absolutely right. There should be true global champions, yeah. champion of champions. Right. And that will do it for our rapid fire segment this week. Thank you guys for uh, all of your feedback. We're going to take a quick moment to plug what we got going on. You plug can find us. Yeah, you can find us at YDKJ podcast.com that's where we blog from time to time you can also hit us up on twitter at ydkj podcast and uh also email us if that's your your chosen method of communication uh we are ydkj podcast at gmail.com and right now we're going to get into the hot topic of the week your hot topic Lakers in turmoil. Turmoil, yeah, is not it, even the word for it. The paradise that is California. Yeah, I mean, is, I is was up still, in yeah, arms. I would still love to be in L.A., but um, <laughs> true, true. I, it's just not fun to be a professional, professional uh, team in L.A. unless you're the Rams. Yeah, and, you know then. Well, today you're not having well, a really good day. It's a, it's, a, it's a bad day for LA. You're it's not a having a good day, day today. For LA. But, yeah. Uh, Shout out to all my LA folks listening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's a feud going on in within the organization. The GM is as mad at, or is not mad, is upset with the head coach for not, you know, doing what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Lakers have a I think they're at 500 now, I believe, aren't they? Uh, uh, no, I think they're still below 500. Was it a four and five now? They were four yeah, and five. I, I think, think they, they beat um, the the Timber, the Trailblazers. They yeah, I the think they beat the Trailblazers last, last last night. Yeah, there's some feuding going on between Magic Johnson, or yeah, Magic Johnson and uh, Luke Walton. Um, basically, Magic called Luke into his office and said, "You need to turn this thing around." I mean, it's only eight games into the season. Yeah. So there's no need to panic, and you have the best player in the world on your on your basketball 
Yes. To, on your basketball squad. So yes. to call an emergency meeting at this point in the season is pointless. Even if you get down, you know, maybe eight or nine games below 500, that doesn't mean anything because you have so many games in the season, you yeah. can always pull that back. And also they had suspensions, right? Yes. They had suspensions Rondo to Brandon and Ingram. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, like, I, I, I think that they've been through a lot. <laughs> and LeBron is trying to adjust to his new teammates. And it's going to take a while. Well, I mean, uh, that's, he, that's true L.A. fashion is drama. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. Got to have the drama. Um, and I, I don't know what LeBron really wants. Like, I, I feel like he knew it was going to be a rebuilding process. I think Magic knew it was going to be a rebuilding process. But I think some I think LeBron may have gotten in Magic's ear, honestly. I mean, he does that. He, yeah. He is, he is the coach firer. He gets coaches fired. I mean, he got Lou fired. What? A couple weeks ago? <laughs> he wasn't even on the team. On his, on his day off? <laughs> <laughs> on a Sunday? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think I think if if LeBron doesn't like something, LeBron gets stuff done because he is that caliber of a player. Um, yes. If, if, if he doesn't like something that's going on, he can – he has the, the – the, uh, I guess the fortitude or what's, – what's a better word? The – well, I mean, he just has the the courage to stand up and say that you know something something's going on, and I want some changes. He's I don't know. He's just the type of guy to not let things kind of slide because yeah. he because he practices so hard, he puts so much effort into everything that he does on the field, on the court, and off the court. I mean, I, yeah, I, I think that he does. He understands that he has been to the playoffs. Excuse me, the finals for the last what eight years? Yeah. And so he doesn't want to miss the playoffs, and I think that he has to do something. He has well, to I be mean, if he if he wanted that situation, he wouldn't have left the East. <laughs> I mean, like I feel like uh, yeah. he knew that it would. I mean, unless he wanted a challenge yeah, to try exactly. to try to get it in the West and try to uh, to further his legacy a little bit more. Yeah. Which honestly, I honestly think he's. And this is could be in a conspiracy corner as well. Ooh. But um, <laughs> I honestly think that go ahead, play the music. One play more time. the music one more time for the folk. So I honestly believe that uh, LeBron is there for his movie career more so <laughs> than he is for I've anything heard, else. I've heard this so many yes, times. I, I honestly, I mean, he's he's producing shows, producing movies, and. Uh, an off chance he wants to play basketball, he'll play basketball that night. Okay, like, <laughs> and that's that's okay. I'm glad you brought this up because he also you have this quote on there that LeBron said that he you don't want to be around him when his patience runs out. Yes. Whoa, what's going on, buddy? Yeah. If you're f- spending so much time and energy on your businesses off the court, are you are, are people looking at that and saying maybe you're not really taking this seriously, or maybe yes. you're ta- you're pacing yourself, you're taking yes. time? And I think that you know. You can't deny what LeBron is doing. He's no. still scoring twenty something points, grabbing ten rebounds. Well, I mean, because he's still a beast. look at look at who he is. Like he's a big guy. He is very very talented. He's probably the most talented basketball player I've ever seen in my life. And that's not that's not saying much because you know I didn't live in the era with Michael Jordan when he was at his prime. Yeah, or, or Larry Bird. Exactly. Or Magic so that's, I'm not yeah. that's not saying much. I'm just saying that I've ever seen. Uh, I've never seen a, a player of this caliber with this much talent. 
Yeah. Well, at his size, at right? At his size, yeah. At his size, he's just so dominant. Like, usually it's either a big guy or it's a small guy. Or yeah. Not a small guy, but like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, yeah. six. I mean, you you look at the differences like Shaq. Shaq was the most yeah. dominant player, but he was dependent on other other teams to help set him up. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I see what you're saying. Like Kobe. Kobe helped him. You know, uh, uh, Derek Fisher. You know, he, he – Dwayne Wade. Exactly. So yeah. – you know, th- there was always definitive roles, but now th- nowadays players are so hybrid, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and so LeBron is a hybrid of everything. Like, yes, he's a, he he can play one through ten if he wanted to. Well, and they're not yeah. even ten positions. He'll just make up the other five. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He'll be, he'll be the uh, opposition as well. <laughs> he'll be the GM, the coach, um, <laughs> the water boy, the the equipment manager. That's the other five positions right there. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. No, that's so true. It is so true that he does so much on the on the court that it's just hard to argue with um, his like his, people are saying that his attention is divided. Yeah, but I don't necessarily think so. Yeah, he is getting into his his business bag, as the kids would say. But uh, he's doing his is it, thing. Is it the Prada bag that uh, the FSU has around floating around whenever they get a turnover? Because I hope not. I hope that's not the bag. FSU has a Prada bag. Have you not seen that bag? Is it cool? Because <laughs> I mean, if it if it's like a backpack, that's cool. I'm gonna be okay. But bro, like, I just I, I know like bag. that's ridiculous. I, I don't understand bag. how you could have a turnover chain and then FSU comes out with a bag. No, what are what are they even putting in the bag? <laughs> nothing. Like if if you literally see the bag, like. FSU alums and fans are just like get rid of the bag. That's if you're if your fan base and your legends are telling you to get rid of something, you should probably listen. Oh my goodness, I don't the turnover bag. I I don't I don't get that at all. Oh my goodness, but LeBron, I I don't think he's diverting his attention at, at all. I think well, okay, I shouldn't say that. He is diverting it a little bit, but he's still one of the most dominant players and the best player on the team. It is a backpack, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I am looking at an FSU turnover. What is backpack. he? A cornerback? Yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, AJ Westbrook. That is the that is one of our cornerbacks slash safeties slash nickel corner slash whatever we want him to be. Yeah, the X Factor guy. And yeah, so I'm looking at it's, a red Prada backpack. A I mean, I call it Prada. I, I would backpack. hope it's uh, expensive, but I, I think it's actually kind of cheap. Nope, it's four hundred and fifty. It's four hundred ninety-five dollars. Uh, the Crown Collection. I don't know. I, I just. But what are they putting in the bag? Nothing. Absolutely are they putting nothing. the like? Did they put the ball in the bag? No. Nope. <laughs> there's nothing in the bag. Do they, they just, pull out? You just like put the bag uh, on, and you and you wear it for a series with the offense. Is that, then you take the bag off, and then you get back on the field until the next person gets a turnover, and then you get to wear the bag for the, what? I mean, however, however long the offense, which is not long because our offense never, <laughs> <laughs> never gets to have a long sustained drive. So our defensive backs don't wear the the backpack for longer than maybe like five minutes. <laughs> and then they take it off and go back on defense. I, I just – you guys are the Seminoles. There were so many other things you could have done. But we digress. We digress, yes. <laughs> I just don't understand that. Um, and I don't understand what Magic is thinking here by saying, you know, Luke needs to be put on notice. We are not, you know, living up to our expectations. At a record of four and five – and a whole new team and suspensions and all of that stuff. It's kind of like, I think I think they're gonna be okay. Yeah. I don't. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if they'll reach their actual like 
you know, desired position. I, I had them at number four in the West, but I am definitely recalculating like a GPS from 20, <laughs> 2002, 2002. Um, no, I'm, I'm just, I don't see them being that winning 50 games. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't feel, see them winning 50 games. I don't see them winning like 48. I think that they're going to be closer to 40. They're probably, they're probably so. Well, so, there's two conclusions that I can, that I can draw from this. Uh, first of all, what LeBron said, in, uh, I think earlier or later after he said that his patients are running out, um, they asked him about the feud between uh, the GM and the head coach, and he said, mm-hmm. which I do not agree with. I it, this is something that I think leaders should address. Mm-hmm. But he said, "I'm not paying any attention to the feud. Um, you're a leader. <laughs> you need to make sure that everybody's on the same page, even if it's if the G, even if it is the GM and yeah. the head coach. You are the prominent player in the world." And this is your team, and you need to make sure everybody's in the same page. I mean, yeah. you don't need to go Especially over especially with young players, right? You don't need to go over, you know, the head coach because just over your pay grade to go over the GM and the head coach or whatever. But you just you just come in, sit down, let's talk about this. I mean, we're we're gonna figure this out. You know, Magic, calm down. I, we have the we have the players that can do it. We're gonna get there. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but that, that's. That's always been LeBron's mo, right? He's always like, "I don't, I'm not the GM. I don't make any decisions, and I'm and not the coach. I don't make." <laughs> but somehow, some way, LeBron always ends up being the person making all the decisions, exactly, so, or getting somebody fired. Yeah. So Tyloo. <laughs> so this is the conclusions. I guess I have maybe just one or two conclusions out of this. One is Luke Walton's days are numbered. Ooh, in, the writing uh, in, is on the LA. wall. Yeah, I I feel like uh, Magic is is even though he shouldn't, I think Magic has seen enough, and so I I don't know how much he's gonna take of of this whole thing, and two LeBron is do pretty much doing what LeBron does. He wants to do what he wants to do. He's he's tired of the, of of having the pressure of having a whole franchise on his back. He's done that for so long. So long. Now he's just like you know what? It's on y'all. I'm gonna just enjoy. <laughs> Game being on a team California. where I I'm be, enjoy being on a team where I ain't got to do everything now. Like I've got Lonzo, True. I've got uh, uh, Kyle Kuzma that can that can do some things. Jay, uh, Josh Hart, I've got uh, Brandon Ingram, I've got a championship uh, uh, player in Rondo. Yep. Like I've got players that can actually do some things that I that I don't have to carry the whole team by myself. And so yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're they're a little young, but they. They have a ton of potential. Exactly. Just, uh, obviously, besides Rondo, Rondo's not a young. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, like I think he he's laying back. That's yeah. what I keep saying. Like LeBron is just taking it easy. He's coasting, and you, we'll see what happens. I think after the All Star break, there's like twenty eight ish games after the All Star break. Mm-hmm. I really want to see what the Lakers do. Yeah. Because that's gonna they'll be make a, a push. huge push. I think they'll make a push. I just don't think LeBron's gonna put the team on his back or the franchise on his back like he did. So. Oh yeah, yeah, because Cle- yeah, Cleveland, his hometown, he probably felt a little more connected. Yeah, well now he's just like, I'm in L.A. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on ride along three with uh, <laughs> with Kevin Hart and uh, um, Ice Cube. Yeah, and uh, his maybe do some voiceovers and yeah, Smallfoot. They said Smallfoot did good. I, oh yeah, Smallfoot. Somebody that did it. Yeah, I have yet to see that good. movie. But Coming yeah. up on our next episode, we will talk about uh, all the movies that LeBron James has done related to sports. Yeah, Tune exactly. in next time. Next time, we'll review some uh, sports <laughs> movies. We should do a sports movies. 
Oh, this is probably a perfect time to tell the the listeners what we're planning on doing. Yes. Yes. Although we haven't really formalized it. I, yeah. <laughs> That's my fault. I'll take full credit for not not calling you before you fell asleep last night. It's all right. It's all good. <laughs> but we're we're happy to announce. Yes, we are happy to announce that I don't know if people are going to be happy about this, but Uh-oh. this was our penultimate uh, podcast for the year. We will have one more podcast next week. Yes. And then after that... Well, we'll discuss um, this because I was, I was actually uh, thinking about something else, but we'll discuss this after. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is this is why you don't uh, throw things out there. <laughs> <laughs> but I was saying like we may be able to do like a sports movie short podcast where we talk about our favorite sports movies. There we go. Yeah. We're just trying to give you some, some bonus content, some different stuff rather than us. Longest Yard. Oh yeah, Invincible. that is a good movie. Did you ever see Rudy? Never Rudy, man. Rudy. Oh my goodness, Never that's a good one. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a ton of them. Sports is everywhere. everywhere. It's part of the culture. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for listening to this podcast. If you like the podcast, go ahead and subscribe. We are on Apple Podcast, we are on Google Play Podcast, and we are on SoundCloud as well. You can also hit us up, ydkjpodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Tell us how much uh, you like the podcast or how much you hate the podcast or just talk some trash about your team. Don't ever say you hate the podcast. (laughs) Keep it positive, folks. Uh, Constructive criticism, though. We'll take that over Twitter. At ydkjpodcast is where you can find us there. Uh, You will get blocked, though, probably. (laughs) (laughs) We're nice. We swear. Uh, Hit us up at uh, ydkjpodcast.com. That's where we blog from time to time. Thank you again for listening. Thank you. Thank you. This is You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And we'll catch you in the next one.